Hey everybody, it's me, Justin Jaywar from the Chicago 60, and I am here with our special guest from the podcast that was just on. I'm here with TJ Karam for another edition of Couch Stories. That's right, we have another edition of Couch Stories. Couch Stories is where we learn a little bit more about our guests who we just had on the podcast, so that would be TJ. We're going to ask him all about his acting work here in Chicago. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Indiana Film Race that he's the host of, so we want to definitely plug that because we are huge supporters of that initiative from the Chicago 60. Yes. So we're going to talk a little about that. We're going to talk about some of the things that he's done, some of the films and things that he's part of. We're also going to talk about him doing handstands all around the city. I, I have to know about this. I see it on his Instagram all the time, and I love it because <laughs> mainly I'm just jealous because <laughs> I can't do that shit. Yes, That's dude. why there's a pull-up bar in my, in my place, DJ. I'm trying Perfect. to get to your level, bro. You inspire me. We're going to talk about that and just learn about him so you can check him out and all of his cool stuff and follow him because he's doing a lot of very cool things, and you should because he was also just on Chicago Med. I mean, this boy is crushing it right here, so we're going to get into that. Thanks, and then, man. of course, we have the lightning round. So all of that on another episode of Couch Stories. Couch Stories. Stories. Yes. All right. Cool, man. Well, let's get into this. Yeah. TJ, how are you, man? I'm good, man. How are you, Justin? I'm doing super. I'm doing super well now. Fantastic. Yes. Me too, buddy. Did you enjoy being on the podcast with me, Ron? Yeah. It was a blast, man. Excellent. That's good. That's good. uh, It was easy. It was. You made it easy. No, well, easy. thank you. Well, that's yeah. good. Well, I appreciate hearing that. And yeah, you brought a lot of good additional questions, stuff that brought up topics I didn't think we would cover, but that was an amazing conversation. It was I, great. Yeah, it was, it was great. a blast. Um, lots of good insight. I don't know how educational that'll be for everybody else, but I was educated. Yeah, well, if you were educated, then somebody else had to have been also, I would think. Perfect. So that's good. And if we're doing that, then we're, we're accomplishing our mission on this show. So that's great. But this portion is all about you, my friend. This guy. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, I know you, but I want to know more about you. You want to know the, you're, the inner workings. That's right. Cause, no, because you do a lot of cool things. You've, I mean, like we talked a little bit on the podcast, you moved from Texas. You're from El Paso. For anybody who didn't listen to the podcast. Yep. You're from El Paso, Texas. You are a, a husband and a father. I'm a husband. Kids. Uh, it was a nice realization. I'm a husband because I have a wife. That's right. Yes. And I'm a father because I have kids. That's right. Apparently, those are the definitions of those terms in order to add them to your resume. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? Can't have one without the other. That's right. That's right. <laughs> or you can't or, be or you one. Can, I guess. I guess you but can. I guess you could. I mean, you, they're, they're posers out there, man. Sure. Yeah, I'm a father. Oh, where are your kids? Uh, they are somewhere. <laughs> they're, in the, they're in the ether. <laughs> they're in my mind. Um, but yeah, no, but you're the real deal. Uh, and you, and, <laughs> and um, no, man, I just, I honestly, I've really enjoyed working with you. Uh, we were on the set of Tribes and like... Tribes is a short film that I wrote in conjunction with Artur Fagunjus. And then you were there as like basically producer and AD. Yeah. Resistant director. It was, was a great experience. And from what I understand, um, it's shaping up real nicely. Yes. That yeah, is a lot of fun to watch that. Yes. I'm super pumped to see it, obviously. Yeah, with our boy Landon Smith. Landon, Landon and Smith. Ron Russell. Ron Russell. That's right. That's right. Um, so yeah. it was, uh, I'm super pumped to see that come to fruition. Yeah. And it's close. It great. So that's great. But um, one thing, I mean, really, what did I want? Uh, really want, there's, there's got s- several topics here I really want to learn about. One of the big things 
because we already talked about some family stuff and why you moved and everything. So go listen to the podcast, damn it. Find out about that. So why, what I want to really learn more about is um, your acting and how you got into acting because you basically said that that really kind of started when you moved to Chicago, it seems like. Am I, am I right? Or did that start in Texas? Um, yes. Transfer over? Or how'd that happen? So a uh, little bit in Texas. Um, yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of a family affair here in Chicago, first of all. So me and my wife and my two kids are all with the same agency. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a whole which family is kind of, of actors, basically. Yeah, which has kind of transpired in the three and a half years that we've been in Chicago. So when we were in, in Texas, uh, me and my son had a couple of opportunities. My son first, actually. um I uh, had an opportunity to be on a commercial for a, a credit union in El Paso. Uh, and then when we did one together, um, and then, you know, it was fun, but there just wasn't a huge market in El Paso, Texas for acting. Right. Um, and then uh, through a friend of mine who I'm in business with in Colorado, um, Pride of Gypsies, which is Jason Momoa's production company, um, they came through Creed, Colorado, where my buddy um, lives on a ranch, and they at the time had the Carhartt account, and oh, wow. did a commercial in in Colorado, based out of their ranch. Um, and my my buddy got to be a part of that. My buddy Greg, who's my boy, um, he he got to be a part of that commercial. So they uh, they did that, and then they called Greg again because they wanted to do a commercial in Austin, Texas, and, and he knew that Greg had ties to Austin. Um, Greg's another guy from El Paso who lived in Austin for a long time. Uh, anyway, so Greg called me, said, hey, do you want to be a part of this? I said, absolutely. Went to Austin, and we and we started out just um, helping out with location scouting. Um, and then um, when, when Jason Momoa and his crew got to Austin, um, turned out that I got to be, um, I got to help on both sides of the camera, uh, got to act. It was Carhartt's one uh, 100 year anniversary commercial, so I got to be a part of that um, in front and behind the camera. Well, that's cool. um, and absolutely fell in love with it. Uh, big props to Jason Momoa and um, uh, and his crew because they were just fucking outstanding. And he is absolutely how he portrays himself and one of the coolest dudes I've ever met. And one of the hardest working actors in Hollywood and just super passionate about everything he does in film. So um, after that, I was just kind of like, this is amazing. But I was still living in El Paso. So I went back and there was just like... No, nothing after that. No, really. Nothing really to do there. You know, right, I could, right. So we, uh, we moved to Chicago. Um, and uh, I was starting to put t- together a resume um, for, for real estate, which is my background. Um, but I just couldn't fathom putting on a suit and a tie uh, quit holding that yawn in, by the way. If you got a yawn, yawn. No, I'm not if yawning. I'm fucking boring mm. you. No, you're no, you're not. Not in the slightest. There is no yawns being held. Got you. I'm, I'm, no, um, no, no, no. So when I came here, I started putting a resume together, and the offers just weren't there, and it wasn't something I really wanted to do, but I needed something to supplement my income because Chicago's expensive. Yeah, that's um, right. So I, I started looking for. Uh, I started, you know, wondering about the acting scene in Chicago. Long story short, did a bunch of background extra work on the Chicago shows, um, started doing student films and just kept building a resume and worked my way up. I'm with a great agent now in Chicago, um, and, and actually making a, a, a pretty good living doing yeah, it and it having a, like a blast. It's amazing. Yeah. So it's been a blast and I, yeah. I absolutely love it. I feel like it was my calling. Um, and so I'll just keep doing it as long as I can. That is 
fantastic. And yeah, I can definitely relate to you on the not wanting to put a suit on. I mean, uh, I like wearing suits. I like looking good. But yeah, I mean. The only time I wear a suit now is for a gig. Yeah, I mean, re- yeah, really. I mean, or if there's like an occasion that requires a suit or if there's you know, a difference in getting dressed up to go out. And doing it for work And purposes. having to put on a suit and tie every single day. Right, which I had to do. For a grind. The last guest we had on was Lauren Gaspar, and we were talking about how we used to work at the copier company together. And yeah. for me, I had to, they were, the rule was wear a suit and tie. Yeah. Now, I, I started a trend where I stopped wearing the tie. And a few other things, and they were like, "Don't have a beard." And then I started doing a beard. They did, probably didn't like me too much, yeah. but I was selling, so they they were like, ah, "Right, you're selling, you can kind but, of get but, away with it." Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I I uh, I totally can relate to that feeling, and that's why I'm doing this and yeah. doing acting because I want to be, you know, similar to what you're doing. Like, right? Yeah, you're full time acting. You're a business owner still, right? Yep. You run bars still, and things still, down in Texas. Uh, still running business back in Texas with uh, you know family and friends. So it's a full time it's a full time gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, but you're crushing it, man. You're doing all yeah. kinds of things, and uh, it's really inspiring uh, to see. I love looking at your Instagram and seeing all the cool shit that you're doing. So that's what we want to find out about in this yeah. whole segment. So, yeah, man. Um, so yeah, so you're doing that stuff. Uh, I mean, oh, shit. The fact that you know and have met Jason Momoa is amazing. I mean, if, if there are any females watching. Or listening to this, they're probably like, oh my God, you know, Ch- check out my God. Instagram. There's a picture of me and, wow. and, and Jason Momoa. And I don't think that anybody that has ever seen that picture has actually right. noticed me in it. <laughs> it's on my Instagram, but I think they just think I posted oh a picture God, of Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa. Yeah. Is that TJ? He's, he's a, he's a, he's <laughs> a manly man. He is a manly he man. He is a very manly man. He is a manly Big man. Big dude, huge presence. But, um, and I got to hang out from with him for, you know, a little less than a week, but absolutely a huge heart and, and super hard worker. So, yeah, that's what, uh, yeah. that's what it seems like. So, um, well, let's, uh, let me ask you a little bit. Uh, let's, let's talk about the Indiana film race for Indiana me. film race. So Indiana film race. I remember when Landon told me about this and he said that you were, and he were going to be co-hosting this thing. And he's like, oh, you, you know, you guys got to be part of it. I remember we did a funny video where I was Mike Jaworski. Yeah. And you and you came in as your imposing self, and um, Mike Jaworski just complied <laughs> about showing up for the opening ceremony and um, all that, and that was a ton of fun. So I guess, Mike, so I don't really know a lot of the backstory, but how did you get involved with it? What made you want to be part of this project? And, like, just tell us everything about it so people out there know because it deserves yeah. support. <clears throat> So I met Landon Smith, uh, one of our good buddies, um, in uh, a voiceover class. Oh, nice. Um, Number one, didn't like him. Um, (laughs) Who does? When I first met him because he was too much like me, but the younger version. (laughs) And uh, and he was taking some of my thunder, so I didn't like him at first, but um, that's usually who I end up being good friends with anyway. Uh, But he, um, he told me about this concept that they had uh, for a film race, um, and, uh, Indiana film race is the brainchild of uh, a man by the name of Joe Boozer. Joe Boozer. Um, the booze, great dude, a brilliant concept. Uh, the team, uh, formed a company called film seven, six, five. And, um, we're doing a lot of stuff in conjunction with, with Justin and other people through film seven, six, five, like the film we talked about tribes. Um, and 
uh, teams made up of Joe Boozer, Rachel Murphy, who are both in Indiana, Landon Smith, um, who's a co-founder, uh, Artur Fagunjis, Gunjis, who we mentioned before, and myself. And um, it is a race between three teams. We, we select three teams uh, from nationwide submissions. Um, it is a team comprised, comprised of five people only. And we basically give them, once they're selected, we give them one month to write a short film based on locations that we predetermine and give them uh, in Indiana. And then uh, after the opening ceremony where we introduce the teams, we give them an RV. Teams set off in their RVs and they film one day in each of five counties. Uh, And so five days of filming to complete their their short film. And they've got to be in one county each day. Uh, the teams hang out each night at a predetermined uh, camping spot for their RVs. At the end of the week, they go home, they get a month to edit it, and then they send us the films, and industry judges judge it. Um, and then the winner takes home ten grand um, and uh, a, a spot in the Heartland uh, International Film Festival shorts in the summer, um, and just a great experience overall. At the same time, uh, myself and Landon being hosts and our behind-the-scenes crew follow uh, these teams on their journey, and we uh, are shooting this uh, basically as a reality TV concept right, right. so that we can show uh, people at home uh, what, what it, really takes place. What it takes to yeah. make these damn things. Yeah, we, yeah, a lot of times people see short films, and they're 8 to 15 minutes long, and it seems like it would be a really easy process. Just You, know, you just shoot a film. Right. Right. No, it's it's not easy. Um, <laughs> no. And there's a lot that goes into it. So to put these teams in this situation where they have five days, uh, if they miss something in that one county, that's too bad. Uh, right. There's no pickup shots, which means they can't go back later on and pick up shots. Um, so it's a really interesting process. And if you've never seen a, a film uh, be made, the behind the scenes is is super interesting. So it's 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 really twofold. We're we're showing how great of a state Indiana is and the beautiful locations that people can shoot in. And at the same time, we're giving opportunities uh, to these filmmakers to produce a short film and then, um, you know, letting people at home see what it takes to do it. So it's really a, it's an amazing project and we're gearing up for our second race, which will take place in June of 2020. So check out Indiana Film Race uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, we will be um, we will be plugging and follow along Indiana Film Race for sure from the Chicago Sixty side. Uh, we were there for the opening ceremony. Well, Mike Jaworski was. I yeah. was also, I suppose. Um, but yeah, it's an amazing concept. I have mentioned it to random people. I, I they I still have the shirt and the hat, and I'll be wearing it. And be like, hey, what is that, man? Yeah. And I'll tell people, and they think it's a great idea. So, yeah, uh, you know. We want to like well. We will. We will continue to support it and help yeah. you guys in whatever way. And one way is hopefully through promotion through this thing. Absolutely. So what we're doing here. So um, and keep supporting Chicago sixty. Yes. Doing some good shit. Yes. I yes. Stuff. Yes. 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 TJ will be. Uh, we were just talking about this, but you know we're coming out with a lot of comedy sketch stuff and all kinds of things. And yeah, it takes a lot to to editing in general. Takes That's a whole lot. But I mean, like just setting up shots like people don't get it. And it's actually funny because now that I've gone through it and I'm sure maybe, well, you can tell me if the, I'm sure you do also. But if I see things on TV, dude, I, at the bar last night, I, I was with my buddy 
I'm seeing uh, uh, they're shooting. Uh, it was just it was some sports show or something. They had like eight people on one on each side, and then three people. And I'm seeing the angles they're doing. I'm like, how many cameras do they have? Yeah. How many? This has to be a live show. There's no way that they're editing this in post. There's yeah. too many. Holy crap! They've got literally close-ups and everybody and wide things, and they're like, "Oh my!" Like it gave. I almost had a mind. panic attack. I was yeah. like, "Holy shit!" Of course, they have people they have who do people. that all time. Yeah. yeah, doing it all budgets. day, right? And they They've have got budgets. Big budgets. But so for people like us who do low-budget things at the current at the current moment, at the current one moment, day, one yeah, day we will be support doing your it. local filmmakers. Yeah, so do it because it's a lot of work. People put a lot of time and effort into that's it. Right. It's, it's it's not an easy thing to do. It's not. And that's yeah. why that's why we're doing this whole thing. People yes. can learn about what you're doing. Support TJ. Absolutely. Support, support us, but support TJ and all these things. Support so yes. me. Um, but let me ask you. So because so the concept is great. A little bit more on Indiana Filmways before we move on. It's a great concept. I thought it was great. Uh, that's why we support, of course. They did some, uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon did a similar thing. Project Greenlight, like yeah. back in the day or whatever. Yeah. So it's this is kind of like that. However. The cool thing about this is one, it's helping to promote Indiana, where their thing was like whatever, right? Anybody, wherever, of course, you know, it's whatever, fuck. Um, but also, this is, it's way different because they really only follow like one crew or one specific person. This is following multiple people and also showing like behind the scenes of you two guys being goofy. Yeah, like, I don't want to give too much away because I know you y'all are releasing stuff soon and like you're in the midst of. The promo video, so I don't want to ruin anything for anybody watching, whatever. But like, um, you guys are doing funny bits. Like, I mean, you know, somebody, I believe somebody. We, we birthday, think it's funny. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen you. I've seen stuff. I've seen you guys. <laughs> there is funny stuff. There's, yeah, there's funny stuff involved with it. So, uh, it's an amazing. It's got its own eclectic charm about it, and then it's in Indiana, and the and like that. There's a, you know, like the Project Greenlight thing is like, oh, we're just gonna you know, give a, like some guy or some gal who write a, wrote a good script and then we'll find a director and Ooh, here's a thing. Right. Yeah. But like, this is all, this has an, uh, even larger altruistic thing. Like, yo, Indiana is a good place. Come to Indiana, make films yeah. here. I mean, cause I mean, right. We're in Chicago right now. Chicago is a big hub for stuff. Sure. And Indiana, right. I think that the premise is really like, there isn't a lot of funding for filming in Indiana, but there's a lot of right. great actors in Indiana and stuff. Yeah. And like they need support also. Yeah. So, and I feel it, it like really competition is always good. If Indiana's doing well, then you know Chicago, yeah. it's only going to help everybody really. Yeah. So there's a great there's, premise. There's a lot of good things that that uh, that come out of this thing. Um, we're helping, like I said, we're helping um, film teams produce films. We help them with you know the travel, the locations. Uh, we give them a, a, a stipend to help offset their cost to produce the film. Um, at the end of the day, we 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 produce. Um, at the end of the first race, we produced three films that are, that are out, um, you know, and, and available to see at the end of the day. And, and, uh, also we're able to bring, um, local act, local actors from these counties in to help out and be a part of these films. Um, and, you know, support local business while we're in town. So there's, there's just a lot of things, um, you know, a lot of organic things that happen through this film race, um, and, and we're, we're really proud of it and ready for this next uh, season. Yeah. And we'll, we will do our best to help support that as, but I'm excited to see it, man. Absolutely. We're, gonna be, we're pumped for that. So a yes. lot of cool things coming from Indiana film race. And I'm, you know, I'm sure we'll, I mean, we'll be there to support regardless. Stay tuned. That's right. Stay tuned for that. Yes. But, um, it's keeping in line with that and, and the acting theme. So 
I wanted to ask you because you this just happened not that long ago. I hope I'm not. I'm pretty sure this isn't a spoiler because you already made the announcement about this. But you were on Chicago Med. Yeah. On a recent episode. Yep. Dope. Awesome. First, congrats. It's fucking awesome. Thank you. I saw the clip. You were great. Thank you. Uh, I loved the slow door slide. Oh, at the end. that was <laughs> that the best. Was, that was hilarious. So yeah. I, I, I was a huge fan of that. <clears throat> Okay. okay. That's part of it's part of all of the technical sides of things. I do I'm a one man band. Yes. Um so really what I wanted to know about that is cuz obviously me being an actor and I don't I mean I have a talent agent but I'm not I'm not to the level you're at right now. Like I you know I've got some things that I'm doing which is great but I really want to know what was it like people don't know what it's like to be on a show like that. Like yeah. the the lay person, right? So wh- how was it? What was your experience of, with it? What you know? Um, what you how? Let me. Oh yeah, let me put some. Con- let me have a couple questions for you. First, what what did? How was the overall experience working on a set like that? Because obviously you've done a lot of indie stuff, but now you're kind of like a big budget thing, right? So yeah. what was that like? Um, yeah, I What's mean the differences maybe. The resources, you know, obviously you're on a big set. They've got tons of resources. Um, it's a whole different level. I don't. I don't know that it's. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting thing to sit back and and reflect on. It's it's quicker paced. It's it's it moves pretty quickly. They're putting together um, an entire episode, which is shot over you know five, six, or seven days, and then they put it together so quickly. And there's so many different actors and moving parts and extras and background workers. Um, on this episode, I, I had a, a co-star role. Um, I got a, a lot of screen time, which is great. I had you know yeah. multiple scenes with 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 lines. I got to work with some amazing actors. I got to work with Oliver Platt, who is phenomenal um, and was just so gracious and 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 helpful. And I got to sit down with him at one point. And we got to discuss a scene, um, and just it, you know it blew my mind just to be able to sit there and, and he was asking me, so what do you think about like when we say this, what, what, what's your interpretation? What do you think? And I'm just like, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, Oliver Platt's asking me what I think about it. I, fuck, I don't know. I mean, yes. The <laughs> was, answer is was, yes to your question. It was, it was awesome. So it was kind of <laughs> surreal. And, and, and Brian T., who is another actor on Chicago Man, another star, he was just awesome. I, I, they were all great to be around. Um, the producer, Mr. Carroll, was, I mean, the director, he was just phenomenal. Uh, awesome dude it just it was a great experience amazing experience um as an actor you you crave those moments you know right um and and even at that level it's such a small um role they call it a co-star role but really you're there to you know to support the main actors and give them things to feed off of um and you know I, i did i did chicago fire a while back and a big portion of it got cut um uh and it was yeah. a, it was a great it was a great you know so you never know how this is going to turn out and how they shorten um the episode and everything else um but i was very fortunate that you know all my scenes were were on air and um yeah i mean that's I like a big thing that people don't get is yeah even if you book a role like that yeah you know the, your stuff might not get used because they might look at it in post while they're editing and go ah we're this doesn't help yeah. the storyline enough we're gonna cut right. so you get booked for a role you're out there, you do all that stuff, and then you're like all excited, like oh, I'm you watch it, and then and there's like, no you. Where the fuck am I? <laughs> what the fuck is this 
shit. Yeah, after you tell your whole family, dude, watch, watch, yeah, I swear. Right. So like, this and time the, it came out, I didn't really and, make a and fuss. And also, I, I'm not entirely certain, but I, well, you maybe can correct me this because I'm not entirely certain about this, but sometimes if it gets cut, you may not get paid. Is that true? No, no, you, you, get, get you get paid. Oh, okay, you still get paid. Uh, when it's union so work, that, you but. still get paid, um, but, you know. So, yeah, I mean, the you life that of... work and you tell people and then it doesn't show up on right. TV. You just sit in there like a big... Goofus, yeah. but, it, but it was it was a, it was a good step, and and I was um, I actually watched myself, and it's the weirdest fucking thing to see yourself on TV. Sure, yeah, yeah um, sure. but I watched it, and I was not disappointed at all. I was happy with the job I did. Uh, and, well, and there, let me tell you, I saw it, and TJ, I no, you're great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. It was I fun. mean, it wasn't like it's, it's not a breakout <laughs> performance. It's going to get me a Hollywood deal, but no, but it's, um, a, it's a stepping stone. It was it was a stepping sure. stone, it, and it was it, a great. It gets you the next gig, and the, the next learning gig. experience was. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's okay? Here's a question. What was one? What's one thing you learn from this experience that you think will definitely help you moving forward for future roles? Um. God, I, I, the whole learning experience is great, but I think for me, um, when you're talking about a TV role and they've got multiple cameras. Um, and the equipment they're using is so good. Um, uh, one thing that I learned, after, especially after watching it, was everything is big. Um, you know, reactions are a lot bigger than you think they're going to be. Where you think that you need to act and like portray that this thing is going on, you really don't because the camera. Uh, you know, on so TV, they're work. they're yeah. shooting the majority of it is shot right here, so. When I saw the episode, my fucking head is is right, huge, huge on the screen, right? So they huge. pick up, they yeah. pick up everything, uh, slight eye movements, and and you hear this from coaches and and teachers, and like you, you just do the minimal. You don't need to be over the top with it, and you see it, and you're like, okay, yeah, that's what they were talking about. And so I I I, I learned a lot from that. Um, and then just in in talking with Oliver Platt about, you know, he he at one point he said. Um, you guys, you know, don't want this to happen. And if you haven't seen the episode, I won't ruin it. Not that everybody's going to rush out and see it, but... <laughs> yeah, but um, still, go watch it, He said, it. you don't want this to happen. You need to, like, you know, make me make me realize that. And then when I tell you this, this is a reaction that I, I need to get to my next... So there's... It's just a play, um, and and you really got to find yourself in that in that moment. Anyway, I, yeah. I learned so much. I'm, I'm so thankful for the opportunity. Um, and it was great. I'd love to, that's like the goal. Like I want to do yeah, that for a living. That. Yeah. It 100%. was awesome. I mean, that's really the big thing to do in Chicago right now is there's tons of those shows yep. out. It helps to get Chicago actors, really good roles to build up their resume and everything yeah. and get to the big stuff where you're like one of the main people. Now I know they cast a lot of that stuff in LA, but fuck, this is something we didn't get to on the podcast, but Chicago actors are highly sought after yeah. in LA and New York. Because we bust our balls and yep. our asses yep. for these roles. I mean, they love Chicago yep. actors. That's why a lot of big famous people are from the Midwest and like Chicago and everything, particularly and improv and things like that. Because we're people from here are comfortable with that stuff, which you need to do in certain things. Yeah. So, I um, love I love being an actor in Chicago. Yeah. I think that um, I think that too many people want to jump ship and get to L.A. or New York as fast as possible. I, not really necessary. I, really. I love being here. Yeah. Um, there's so much opportunity. I think more opportunities coming back. We've got yeah. such amazing productions, uh, amazing um, 
casting house. There's amazing agencies here, and, a, and there's just a shit ton of more amazing TV shows talent. are being shot here. Yeah, more TV movies, shows, movies are coming. There's yep. a big push to get more of that here. Yeah. So it's, it's been exciting. a blast. Yeah. yeah. So. More stuff for you and me, hopefully. Yes. You. Absolutely. For sure. You for sure. Well, you. Oh, you. You. No, you. No, you, bro. You. You. Any, uh, here's the thing. Any difference between Chicago Fire and Chicago Med? Um, like I mean. thing that really stood out? or So they're, the they're both produced by the same. Right. It's all um, Dick Wolf shit. Dick Wolf. Um, I will tell you, uh, I loved working on the Chicago Med set. Um. I, yeah, I can't, I don't know. They're, they're both, they were both fantastic. Um, and I would work for, for either production. I mean, in a heartbeat. I think that it's, um, it's just a whole other level, you know, and to be able to be uh, around professional actors like that. But I got to tell you, working with Oliver Platt was, I, I keep saying yeah. his name. Like, yeah, I'm, no, like I'm hoping he's listening and he'll be my best friend. But I also hope he's listening. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> working Oliver. with him was... <laughs> It was just such a pleasure. Yeah. Um, and to be, and, and not just, like not what? just like working with him, but to watch him work too. So when ah, you're on okay, set, yeah, yeah, yeah. even when there's scenes that I'm not like actively involved in, I'm there watching him work and yeah, just acting is not an easy thing. Anybody, I mean, anybody can try to act, but to be a good actor, a um, lot of you work, basically got to be, yeah. And, and you can tell, the way that they methodically go through the script and these guys are getting a new script every week. And so they're having to constantly work and constantly, we talked about this a little bit, but you're right. constantly having to, to learn, to learn lines and, and continue this character and keep this character going and make it interesting and make people want to watch you and root for you. So it was just, it was awesome to watch. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, we were talking a little bit about that with the Joker and, and the Jag off of the week and the podcast and Joaquin Phoenix and what it takes to get to, a mental state for certain scenes and whatnot. Yeah. And one big thing that you did that I wanted to talk to you about very briefly was a big short film that you were in called my immortal love. Yep. And I would love to learn a little bit more about that and where people can go to see that. And you're, you're going to be probably on the film festival circuit soon with that. Before we get into some fun topics, I definitely want to plug that because I know that was a big, role for you and like that you were a big con con contributor to that and it seems like that's going very well so I'd love for people to be able to and I've seen clips yeah. of it and it looks great and you're like got a really I'm not going to ruin anything because I want people to go see it but like you have a really prominent role and some heavy shit in there and yeah, um, it really looks great so I'd love to learn more about that and I still need to fucking see it man I gotta fucking come out and see that shit yeah so um, we did a short called My Immortal Love written by Jared Drake and Gerald Daniels um, both out of DePaul University graduates and um it was uh it, it was pretty heavy contemplate you know it's, it's it deals a little bit with um with alcoholism and uh tragedy and um suicide and things of that nature so it's some pretty heavy shit um yeah turned out to be about 25 minutes um which i think in hindsight we've learned a lot about that as well too when, when approaching the um, the the film festival circuits. Um, I think we've we've learned. You know, I think we in hindsight we would have taken that film and made it a much shorter film. Very happy with the way it turned out. Um, obviously, we're, you know, we're we're talking about passion projects and short films that are made on very small budgets. Right. Right. Um, so and, you know, shot in a in a short amount of time. 
Um, and, and again, people, I don't think people understand what it takes and what, what goes into making a short film, but, um, yeah, we were talking about this Jimmy Kimmel thing and, um, this, uh, this, this clip from Jimmy Kimmel and Joaquin Phoenix's interview. And if you haven't seen it, go see it. It'll be up on Chicago 60. Yeah, we'll post it. Um, it. but it's basically a scene where, uh, some behind the scenes footage was sent to Jimmy Kimmel, something that Joaquin Phoenix was not aware it was going to be sent to Jimmy Kimmel. We don't think he was aware of yeah, it. We don't think it's so. It but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a part where Joaquin Phoenix is trying to get into character and trying to put himself in a certain headspace um, to portray this character and to really get into it. And uh, I believe the cinematographer is like whispering on set and, and even cracking some jokes and, and kind of poking fun at Joaquin Phoenix and Joaquin Phoenix responds with, you know, some, some bad language and, and kind of pissed off about, you know, you know, kind of shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm trying to get someplace with the character. Um, and, and, and then Jimmy Kimmel shows this and is kind of laughing about it. Um, but I can tell you as an actor, um, you know, real life in acting, you want to portray real life and the more it can be like real life, the better it is, you know, the best acting is not acting. Right. And right, so, right. When you're on set, and, and there's there was a scene in this film um, where I've got to get into a really um, dark place, and um, you know I'm crying, and and when you're trying to get into a headspace like that on set, when you know there's a camera sitting in front of you, and um, there's other people standing around, uh, and I'm in a certain position in this small confined space. And I've got to get there. Um, anything can be super distracting, and it's uh, and like it's hard. Like you know? like people like that. People who don't do what what we do, more what you're doing, what I'm attempting to do. In the future. No, we're all doing. I mean, we're, and, we're, and we're doing it. Biggest but like, misconception is there's a difference between that's levels true. of acting. Good point. If you're yeah, an yeah. actor, you're an actor. That's you're true. Acting, whether you're doing it on, uh, you know, low budget. Uh, indie films or student films or whether you're acting at the highest level. It's just the right. difference in production in value. Production value, really, yeah. yeah. But it, like, it does take... It's not just memorizing some lines and then saying it in front of a camera. Like, the whole point is... Because the reason why any of this even exists, back from the olden times, my, my olden times... The olden times. The Greeks hey, one time will take when I was a boy. stories. Um, yes. Um, oh, yes. But the whole reason, like, human beings learn through stories. Yeah. Like, we're, stories teach us about how to live our lives better, things like that. And people relate to people on that level. So for an actor, you have to get to a, a level where you can portray somebody that somebody can either be like, oh, I know somebody like that, or oh my God, I can see myself in that moment. Yeah. And it's t it's tough. Like, that's what that is, right? That's why there are awards for that shit, because it does have a profound effect on society and how we live our lives and stuff like that. So, you know, for, you know, um, if you're trying to get to that space, that's what the job of acting is. And if you're on, you know, you're doing all kinds of different short films and stuff like that. That's like, that's the, would you say like, that's like a, besides memorizing line, which it really is kind of the easiest part, really contemplating and thinking about like you're saying with Oliver Pratt and all that, like, that's the real crux of it, of the yeah. acting is trying to figure out how do I feel 
about this line and this person. Like I'm doing that now for the short film I am. I have to, okay, now I've got, uh, you know, there's a sister that I'm involved with. It's me and her primarily. I have to like in everything on there. Well, there's some other exterior things. And I have to be, I have to have a, like I have to be that person and think like, how do I feel about this person? And sometimes there's not even a lot of context. They just like, that's a thing. It's a yeah. line in there and you have to make up the whole backstory for that person that's maybe not even in there, but you have like one line with them on a phone or some shit and you gotta, you have to have, that has to like come across. You can't just Absolutely. be like, throw it away, right? So, yeah. I mean, and, and I think that, um, there's not one thing that I've done that I wish I didn't, that, that I didn't wish I could have back and do it again. Right. Like that's today. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So every film I've done, um, it started off like, oh, fuck, that's terrible. Like, oh, you right. know what I mean? Like, fuck. Right. Well, I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm fucking horrible at this job. I think that we Maybe all... Maybe I should stop, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you do the next one, you're like, oh, yeah, kind of like, kind of like that part, but oh, the fucking rest of that was terrible. And then you keep doing them and you're like, it, pretty soon they get better and better, but you always wish you had the last one back. Like even just watching this Chicago Med episode, there, were, there was a couple parts where I was like, now seeing it in hindsight and, and thinking about the character, uh, I, I wish I... I wish I could have it back so I could just do it this other way. And you can't ever have that back, right? right. But but the the thing is is you're you're continually trying to improve upon what you just recently did. And this short My Immortal Love, um, there's some stuff I really like about it, um, as far as like the work that I did. And then there's some stuff that fuck, I wish I had back, you know? Yeah. And a lot of times, um, maybe you can't get there, or maybe because it it is a a, a finite amount of time that you have to shoot this short film because the budget is so low. Um, and, and we're talking about making films on a budget of like $3,000. Right. Yeah. You know what I yep. mean? Or, or even less. Right. And, and they can still and look that, amazing. And, and you, it's and, it's yeah. phenomenal. It can be great. Um, but your, your, your resources are limited. So when you're right. seeing the, you know, and that is a drop in the bucket compared to like what a, uh, a, a film budget, you know, should be. So I, I think, I think most important is, is an actor is, um, you know, trying, trying to get there, learning how to, um, get out of, you know, who, who you are in real life and, and, and being able to portray this character, but, but through lots of, 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 you know, thought and preparation. Um, and, and it's, I mean, memorizing the lines is the easiest part, right. although it's all the time. It's not all easy all the time, but no, but that's, that's but the easiest yeah. part. Has you know, and you yeah. Once you get that down, then you can really get then yeah. the real work begins. Yeah, at that point, um, cool. Well, uh, where is it viewable? Is there any other um, viewings coming up? Where can we see it? Not right now. It's it's still okay. it's still out. Um, um, uh, we just got accepted into Chicago Blow Up short film festival and we got a nomination um a finalist nomination in another festival um so it's still out there um trying to trying to make it into into film festivals and until after that we can't we can't really show it anyplace else but um yeah it was it was a great experience every every experience i've had has been a great experience uh, and you know i just try to pick up good shit on each one of them nice yeah cool well, I'm looking forward to seeing the new stuff that you'll be coming out with. Stuff with us. Yes. We've got absolutely. some stuff that we'll be working on. Super home for that. So absolutely. it's going to be more good times along the way. Um, okay, now I want to get in some fun shit with you. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck is with all the handstands, man? I yes, got to ask you what's going on. So for, for people, let me give some context for people. So if you follow this man, and you should, it's it's TJ underscore Karam. Yeah. Is your, so 
follow this motherfucker because he's hilarious. He does funny shit. He was in the fucking wilderness hunting and like doing. Cr- I mean, he has some cool shit. But one big thing this guy does all the time. And it, it partly inspired me to get the pull up bar because I'm like, <laughs> I got to fucking start working out, bro. Because uh, you're cut, you're fit, like, um, and you, what, you're like 40-something, aren't I'm 44. you? 44. Fuck, dude. Jesus yeah. Christ. You're, I want to be your level at 44, okay? And you go around the city with your kids, your wife, wherever. wherever. I think the funniest one I saw you do one was fucking uh, Blue Line. I think you were in the Blue Line or you're somewhere and you're on a thing and you're just like wherever. You do them everywhere. But <laughs> this guy will go anywhere in the city. We'll just start doing handstands. You do one in the wilderness on a tree trunk, I think. Like he just he and it's amazing. Like he there you were at Grant was it Grant? I think it was Millennium Park maybe. And you were walking down steps yeah. on handstand. I mean, I'm like, God damn, man. So what? Yeah, I, what inspired know, this? Just just to. Um. So a little bit about my backstory. Um. Probably a story for another time, but I'm a recovering addict and alcoholic. Um, I've been in recovery for almost six years now and, uh, best thing that ever happened to me saved my life. Um, but when I was in rehab, <clears throat> I remember we were just goofing around outside and I was with a bunch of young people. I went into rehab at 38 years old. So, and I was in the worst, uh, physical shape of my life. Um, always had kind of been around sports and, and, and physicality, but at that point, I was just in, in horrible shape and in just a, in a bad way, in, inside and outside. And uh, uh, there's this one guy, uh, Chris Phillips, who, who uh, in rehab, decided to lead this yoga class, right? And, and for, for, all the in, for all the inpatients there. And so I was like, yeah, why not? Whatever. You know, I got nothing else to do. I'm in fucking rehab, right? Can't do shit. Um, and so I, uh, I started going, and I remember one time, we were outside and, and they were like, who can do a handstand? And I was like, bro, I can do a handstand, right? <laughs> couldn't do a handstand. Just fucking couldn't do a handstand. Yeah, and then yeah. I remember we were trying to do yoga and I, I kicked up into a handstand and I almost broke my shoulder. I fell so hard and almost broke my shoulder. Oh, shit. And, and, uh, and so I don't know why, but from that point on, I was just like, Man on a mission. I'm going to do a fucking handstand, right? And so... Um, I kind of changed a lot about my workout, uh, routine and, and got into, um, I had a trainer in El Paso, Texas named Todd Triggs. Um, you can follow him at the move movement, um, on Instagram and the move movement.com. But, uh, he, uh, he, he kind of got me into doing some body weight stuff and calisthenics and, and it kind of started that way and couldn't hold a handstand and fucking saved my life. But um, started just up against the wall and then I just, I just kind of, From it just became something that was like a, uh, a release for me, a stress release for me. And I just, um, I, I just kind of, uh, enjoy the challenge of doing handstands on yeah. odd shit. Yeah. No, it's fun to watch, man. Yeah. That's why I wanted to ask about it. And so I appreciate it, you sharing a little bit about your, your background and oh story yeah. with that. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Cause yeah, I was so curious about it because I mean, it's impressive. Number one, inspires me to do my workouts and whatever. Uh, you know, um, I may not want to do handstands, but still inspires me to at least yeah. get my ass find, moving. You find, you find something that you yeah. enjoy, um, because at the end of the day, if you see a, one of my videos um, uh, doing a handstand, it's it's not like on the first try, right? Right. So right, it's also and, true. And yeah, so yeah. I, I end up doing these things 
over and over and over and over again. It's a hell of a workout, and it's something yeah. that I just enjoy doing. Um, so I, I found something that I enjoy doing. I just try to be. I, I try to better myself at that even. And um, I, I need to put together a, a, an outtake reel on all my falls eventually, um, because I, be, I've taken that, some. That would be I've dope. taken some pretty bad spills. Yeah. As yeah, a matter yeah. of fact, one of the new things I've just gotten back into is skateboarding. Oh no, kidding. Yeah. So uh, cool. Oh, yeah. I've seen some with you with your son, right? Yeah. yeah. So you did, so I, I think found, you one I recently. I found something Very cool. uh, that my son actually really likes, and, and we skate together, and we go to the That's sh- cool. skate park at Grant Park, and I've really started to get back into it, and I bit shit oh, yeah. yesterday really hard in the garage oh, trying to do an ollie. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Ollies and are so, tough. You think that they're so easy, but they're not. Age, I, you know, I skated when I was a kid, and I thought, oh, I could, no big deal. I could yeah. get back into it, but I've taken some pretty bad falls doing that, too. That's cool. Um, and so you know, one of my next goals is handstanding on a moving skateboard. Oh, fuck, dude. I've tried it a couple of times and busted my hands pretty good underneath oh, the man. lip of the board or whatever, but That's it's cool. coming. That's cool. <laughs> amazing actor and amazing dad. That's some cool shit, dude. That's, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're almost out of time. We're about to get to the lightning round. Lightning but one round. last quick thing I wanted to just – just because just I'm curious, what – what gets you up in the morning, man? What makes TJ Karam tick? Um, you know, I've got an amazing wife and amazing kids. And <clears throat> just, you know, really, again, without getting to this whole other subject, I'm just happy to be alive today. Right. Um, my life could have gone so many different ways. And if I hadn't made a change almost six years ago, you know, with the support of my wife and family, I don't know that I'd be alive today. Um, but every day, you know, it's not like every day I wake up and I'm just like, new day, well, let's yeah, get out yeah. of bed and fucking move. I no, mean, because, well, you know, yeah, you're not a robot. Like, so. <laughs> like everybody, you know, I, I struggle and everything else. Right. I, I just try to find um, making this transition in Chicago and finding something that I love to do um, and and being an entrepreneur and be able to spend time with my my family um, and just find something interesting to do every day. I just try to make the best out of it. And, um, life can be beautiful. Life can be really terrible and sad and tragic. Um, but you know, my life is pretty good and I can't complain and I just, I try to enjoy it. Yeah. Life is a, life is a struggle. That is something yeah. that I have learned. It's a constant struggle and you you constantly have to fight against the struggle to get you to where you want to go. Absolutely. And, like, again, I appreciate you sharing a snippets of what you're talking about. And I have other friends who I've talked to recently who have similar situations. And, and, you know, it's like it takes a lot to make a change and do that. So, like, kudos to you, man. That's um, and I like I said, like you I see your stuff and it inspires me to keep doing my stuff. So, like, I, that's why I wanted to have you on. And, yeah, man. and it's why I enjoy uh, working with you and being uh, being your friend i'm gonna throw that out there this Dude, is we're this friends is, this is this is my this is my way of making friends i have them on a podcast <laughs> you're my friend you right he, you see how i said that as a question he said and um while being you sit your on my couch and i ask friend? you questions <laughs> i don't really uh, have me over one time qualifies as friends right but. yeah i know no but absolutely but still. we're friends yeah no we, we worked on a couple things and done some funny stuff but anyway yeah. um but yeah, uh, uh, what what was uh, the one thing that I you always put in your posts? What is the phrase? Uh, Progress, you, not perfection. It. Progress, but not perfection. Yeah, it's yeah. something I learned um, in rehab through the twelve steps. 
and uh, it's just so true in everything. Uh, you can't be perfect. So no, progress, impossible. progress, yeah. not perfection. It's just something that I, I try to remember. I forget it all the time, but it, you know, I try to put it out there constantly because as long as you're progressing yourself, there's no reason to be perfect. You can't be perfect. To strive um, for that would be not good. Yeah. Which is, right. well, that's about as layman's term as I can say it. Yeah. <laughs> so I people mean, understand it's, it's, uh, to try to, to strive for perfection will only result in your being unhappy is yeah. my, I mean, so, so try to enjoy the little wins, try to enjoy yes. the progress, try to pat yourself on the back every once in a while. Right. You know, you can't Very be a perfectionist important. or you'll, you'll hate yourself. Yep. Yeah, something I had to learn. So with that, TJ... I'm worried about this. It's time for the lightning round. We're going to have like a fancy graphic for that shit. Okay. Other whatever, but for now, it's just me doing stupid things into a microphone. I am, I'm a little worried about this. Okay, well, some of these things will probably not be super lightning, but some of them will. But I just... just the, as best of an answer as you can, as fast as you can, some of, some of them will be easier than others. But are you ready, sir? Yes. Here we go. The lightning round. Ding, ding. Question number one. Cubs or Sox? Uh, you know, I'm going to say Sox just because the Cubs get all the love, man. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm in I'm from... I like watching them both. So I think, yeah. I think that's, there's enough love in this town to, to love both teams. Okay, cool. Southside Sox, uh, Italian beef or a hot dog? Chicago-style hot dog. Chicago-style hot dog. Ooh, okay. Absolutely cool. with the peppers. I love it. Nice. No ketchup. No, fuck no. Ketchup. Okay, good. No. All right. I'm a mustard guy. All right, cool. Uh, if we if we are talking Italian beef, so are you an Al's or a Portillo's guy? Um, I've never had Al's. <gasps> I've had Portillo's, and I'll give you a quick funny on that. We're from El Paso, Texas, so for like the first year we lived here, we thought it was Portillo's. <laughs> it's Portillo's, You're bro. You're not the only one. It's not Portillo's. Hey, man, Portillo's. I'm go get the Portillo's. And I'd hear people say Portillo's, <laughs> and I bought. Oh, Poor white hilarious. people uh, calling it Portillo's. <laughs> and then the hilarious. first time we went in there, there was no Mexican food. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's fucking what awesome. The fuck? oh, so dude. I've had I've had theirs, but I haven't had ours. So I have to try ours. Okay, well, well yeah. I'll tell you about something offline and where you can do that. Okay. Okay, Riverwalk or the beach? Beach. Ooh. I love the beach. Um, I love being on the sand. Handstands by the beach is the fucking best. Dude. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sears Tower or the John Hancock? Um, I'd say, uh, God, say, so it's not even the Sears Tower anymore. So yes, fuck it them. Is. Is real, it? No, just real Chicagoans. It's still the Sears. Okay. Tower. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, but, it, but I don't know. There's a guy don't, who's pretending named Willis, but it's still Sears. I don't get all that bullshit. So yeah, I'm going to yeah. say John Hancock. All right, cool. I like to call it the Herbie Hancock. <laughs> okay. I'm cool with that. <laughs> all right. Uh, Grant Park or Millennium Park? Grant park baby yeah yeah i've recently discovered a love for grant park because it's it's away from the tourists um it's got the skate park which me and my son fucking love being at and if you really just want to go relax it's also got those all those creepy leg statues yeah a lot of cool stuff grant park uh got it your favorite place that you've ever done handstand in the city oh man um my favorite place so far is I did a handstand on the walking, the people mover at uh, O'Hare Airport. Nice. And uh, freaked some people out. And that was a lot of fun. I don't know if that's, it's not really in the city, but yeah. uh, that was kind of fun. O'Hare or Midway, if you had to fly? O'Hare. Okay. Midway is right. fucking confusing, man. And yeah. It's a pain in the ass to get in and get out. Um, what's your favorite hood? What's your favorite neighborhood to go like chill out in the city? 
Dude, right now I'm I, we moved recently and I really like South Loop a lot, man. Yeah, because cool. you know we're in and around the um, Columbia University campus. There's so much great fucking art on the walls. I really like Pilsen. Um, yeah, I like the vibe cool. in Pilsen. Um, yeah, I like I like around um, the university, University Park area. I, I don't know, but I, I really like South Loop. It's it's a really cool cool area. Okay. Favorite color line of the L? Uh, I'd say, I don't know. I like the red line. At the end of the day, I am just asking for like your favorite color. Yeah, <laughs> at that point, I don't know. Like, I yeah. like, I, if it was based on my favorite color, I'd say green line, but I don't yeah. know. Oh, ever. nice. I look, my green's, all right. Yeah. Green's my favorite color, but yeah, yeah red line. Okay, cool, okay. cool, cool. Um, red line gets me to where I need to go. There so. you go. All right. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, favorite expressway because you drive right i assume you drive to, i fucking oh. hate them all <laughs> i fucking hate driving in chicago fair enough i was gonna say i love public transportation in chicago it's the shit we didn't have it back home so i fucking love taking the trains and the buses okay nifty um okay oh shit now i gotta think something oh uh 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 oh because you're not at well because you said you were a brett Favre fan so i can't even ask you about chicago sports stuff oh uh, i'll tell you what i had Dude, Some questions, but I, I I grew up in the era of the '85 Bears. Oh And the shit. Super Bowl Shuffle was my shit, and McMahon okay. was the fucking the the deal and the fridge. Yeah, the man. Pit, yeah, I mean, so I, I I do I do remember some of the old rich Chicago history with the. Okay. I, obviously, everybody remembers the '85 Bears, but true, um, true, that true. was that was a big part of my childhood. All right, all right. Well, then let me ask you this then: If you were going to go watch a sporting event, are you going to go to Soldier Field or are you going to go to the United Center? You also mentioned the Hawks. Earlier. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big hockey fan. Um, I've got a great story. I don't know if we have time. How long is it? It's, I, I can do a short two minute version. All right, go for it. Um, uh, Warm ups for a hockey game on Cancer Awareness Night. Um, <laughs> Kane uh, was finishing warming up, and he had a puck on his on his stick. He's gonna flip it into the crowd, and I, I, I swear he was looking right at me, and he flipped it to me. And I jumped up and grabbed it, and I felt another hand on me, and I just ripped it out of this dude's hand, right? No like, way. Yeah. Nice. And the dude in front of me was like, give it to this little girl, this cancer survivor. And I looked back, and the, the oh, dude that man. tried to rip it out of my hand was with his, like, five-year-old son. Oh, And everybody's like, give it to the kid, give it to the kid. And I fucking stuck it in my pocket. <laughs> because I want the Nobody fucking puck, wins. too, bro. Nobody wins. And then later on, I was like... It's with given that choice. Later, what are you gonna do? It's like I mean, I couldn't decide between the two kids, and both not just lose. that. But I mean, he yeah. looked at me when he flipped me the right, puck, bro, right, and I wanted yeah. too. And I'm a hockey <laughs> fan, and and then I was thinking afterwards, I was like, "Fuck, I hope that like Sports Center didn't catch that." <laughs> and then they're like, "Boo!" Yeah, right, 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 right. So, well, I think you're safe. I haven't seen anything. That was it. Yeah, that's. Oh my god, that's. <laughs> I still hilarious. have the puck. Yeah. Oh my god. All right, another question. Um, one thing about Chicago. You thought was going to happen, but once you moved here, you realized it wasn't a thing. Um, the scariness, the um, the uh, uh, murder, this murder, that um, all they ever show on the news elsewhere from Chicago. I love being in the city. I feel super safe and it's just great. OK, your favorite thing to do in the city when you're not acting and like stuff thing you'd like to do with your family in the city. Love to be outside. Um, love to be in and around the park and just chilling. Um, especially in the summer. Summers are the For shit sure. here. For sure. Yeah. 
All right, one piece of advice that you wish you had before you moved here. Um, get good fucking boots and a big warm jacket. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, best piece of advice you've ever gotten, not related to Chicago, just in general. Um, God, dude, just to um, be thankful for what you have because there's always someone out there that has it worse than you. And, and if everybody, uh, in the room took all their problems and threw them in a bag and threw them in the center of the room, um, you'd go pick up your own bag. Yep. Probably. Even if you think you have problems, somebody else has it worse. So true. Be thankful for what you have. Preach, preach that. Yeah, I agree. Can agree with that a hundred percent. All right. Last question. Yeah. One piece of advice you would give to somebody who's not from Chicago, who's visiting or moving here. Come in the summer um, and hit up the city, enjoy the festivals, um, oh, really yeah. just take advantage of the parks and the beaches, and uh, it's just wonderful. Yeah, there's so much to do. Yeah. Particularly festivals. Absolutely. Um, try try to not live it like a tourist and just go explore. Yeah, yeah agreed, 100%. Well, thank you. You survived the lightning round. That's yes. it. All right. Well, Yes, um, bro. And and that pretty much concludes this episode of Couch Stories with TJ Karam. No, Dude. High five. oh high five, nice man. Thank we're, you. We're friends. Yeah, we're friends now. That's right. <laughs> I I did it. I yes. got him. <laughs> but um, yeah, I want to uh, uh, thank you for all who will be watching this or listening to this on iTunes. Um, TJ, one last time, if people want to follow you and see your shit, where can they go? Where, where would you like um, them to go and check things out? I, I like to be on Instagram, TJ underscore Karam. That's K-A-R-A-M. Um, on Facebook, TJ Karam. Um, yeah, follow me there. And you will see everything else you probably need to see if you follow them there. So go do that. And, and, and keep supporting Chicago City. They're yes, doing some good shit. Yes, please do that. Absolutely. We're going to be plugging the Indiana Film Race, of course. Yep, but if you race. liked... If you liked this and you liked listening to TJ, I mean, there was great stuff. I like those stories were phenomenal. So if you liked listening to them, please, as TJ said, support us. Go to our Facebook page, Chicago 60, S-I-X-T-Y. Like and follow us there. We post all, almost all of our shit there. Go to YouTube. You're probably watching this on YouTube because you can only watch this on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you should hit the subscribe button because you won't be able to see cool people like TJ in this type of session unless you're watching on YouTube. So subscribe and please hit that notification bell. If ding, if we can get to 1,000 subscribers by the end of the year, we are going to plan a big, big Christmas extravaganza thing for all of our subscribers. So please do that. Where are you at please, right please, now? Please. Uh, we're, we're like at 100. <laughs> come on, guys. So come on. Gosh Help darn it. Help support. Hell, if we get to 500, we'll probably do it, but we're shooting for the G. We're hit shooting that for the ding. G. Hit the ding. Hit the subscribe button. Yeah, they're putting out good shit, guys. Yeah, we're doing a lot of cool things. We have a lot I mean, of cool things. I mean, I mean TJ's here. I mean, but we yeah. have so many things coming out in just the next month. The next month, we're going to be every weekend filming something, going somewhere, doing something. So check that out, please. Also, you can uh, follow us on our Instagram, Chicago underscore six zero. That's the numbers this time, Chicago underscore six zero. Do that. We're going to be on Spotify by the end of the year, so if you like that, do that. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, which you might also be doing, hit the subscribe button and please um, uh, leave us a five-star review. That would really, really help us out, so we really appreciate 
that. And yes. with that, I want to give one more shout out and thanks to TJ Karam. Thank you for so much. And we will see you next time and next week for another Couch Stories episode. See you later, everybody. Oh, before we end, we, we end legitimately every episode the same way. Okay. So we have to do the same phrase. Are you ready? Oh. The, 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 yes, I know. It's a, it's a silly thing, but we do well, it. I like it. I know. The bear thing? Yes, okay. I know. All right, ready? Three, two, one. Bear, bear down, down and, and fuck, fuck the, the Packers. Packers. All right, that's another episode, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Don't be a dick. Be a Ditka. <laughs>